and what's up, everybody? We're back for episode seven of the Brew Crew Podcast. It's your boys, Julian and Chev. Chev, say hi. Hi. And we're actually joined by a third member of the Brew Crew, our newest member, Oak. What's good, Oak? How's it going? Oh, uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you guys haven't seen... Uh, we have been adding Eric and now Oaks. We're the full, the full foursome, the uh, the dynamic quattro. Um, and Oak just actually put up an article today. Oak, you want to give them a little rundown on what what, what you're going to be doing and what your article is about? Yeah, sure thing. Um, uh, basically, it's a another edition uh, of one of our newer series uh, piloted by Chev, actually the Plus Forty uh, series, uh, and. Uh, I did it on uh, one of the uh, recently released gods from uh, Theros Beyond Death. Uh, and uh, what what god would that be, Oak? You're not you're not giving the listeners much to to work. <laughs> Got to get well, them interested. I'm tr- I'm trying to keep them on edge. You know, I can't just tell them. I can't just <laughs> tell them everything. Suspense. All right, all right. Yeah, I, I want them to go read the article. You know, so uh, yeah. You should uh, you should make the trip over to our website. It <laughs> could be a delightful passage. Mm. Hop on that boat. <laughs> Oak will be your ferryman. Yep. <laughs> so, Julian, we've had some uh, big upsets in the magic world recently. You're right, Chev. You're right. I'm happy that you're getting us back on track because there is a lot to talk about in today's pod. And I know we say that every week, but it's because we just really like to talk. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so there have been some big things happening in the magic world. Um, our two main topics today are a very large... Uh, banned and restricted uh, announcement that came out uh, just a little bit ago, and then also discussing um, another new set. I know, it feels like we have a new set every week, um, but it's another new set sets. that's going to be coming It's terrible too. for my wallet, but great for, you know, set diversity and me adding new cards to my collection. Well, the interesting thing about this set, actually, and let, Chev, let's just, let's just talk about this now, because you and I were just discussing how much uh, we loved the Amonkhet set, and I remember... <laughs> Uh, vividly and fondly, our Hour of Devastation pre-release together. Um, That's right, yeah. That was Wizards one of the ones is, that I, uh, I believe, going back into uh, the Quattro lore, is when you came up to Boston with Eric, <laughs> right? And then you stayed in Oakley's in my apartment, and we went to it in, what was it, Pandemonium Games out in Cambridge? Yep. Sounds about right to me. Yeah, that was a, that was a very fun set. Um, I really like that sealed environment. So anyway... The news is that Wizards is releasing Amonkhet Remastered for Magic Arena. Now, Chev, what, what, what do they mean by Remastered? So, what it appears to be is Amonkhet Remastered is a collection of cards from Amonkhet and Hour of Devastation that they deem... And so all these cards are being entered into Historic. They're, they're bypassing Standard. They're going into that new online environment. Um, and they are just like sort of the best of the best, and it seems like a few, not necessarily random, but cards that were decided upon by a force higher than I could figure out, uh, added some cards to the set as well. But it's kind of a a best-of collection of the set that's going to be entering as you can play it in Constructed, you can play drafts of it, and then all cards will be Historic Legal, I believe is the, uh, the correct sort of breakdown of where these cards are going. That's interesting. I mean, I know that Wizards is trying to fill out their uh, the card pool on Arena as much as they can, so they're now mm-hmm. slowly working their way back from... What's what's the oldest set? Is it is it the Ixalan block or Dominaria block? 
Dominar is definitely on there. Um, I think Ixalan is too. I think his Ixalan is part of Historic. Right. Okay. And then, yeah. So I'm assuming they're attempting that. to make their way all the way back and maybe cover all. Yeah. Of the yeah. It is interesting eventually. though how they're going with these sort of like. I, I understand from a resource perspective going for these sort of like remastered ideas where you're going to take sort of a, a condensed version of these sets and throw them on, but it does make it confusing if you were trying to explain to you know someone who isn't on Arena yet what is in um, Historic. And I remember people were not necessarily complaining, but making noise when Modern Horizons came out of like, oh, what's in Modern? Well, it's everything up until this date, plus, you know, this random set called Modern Horizons that's part of Modern, but not part of Standard, blah, blah, blah. And now if you try to tell someone what's on Historic, it, it's getting close to just like, I don't know, man, think of a card and search it and you'll find out. Now that we have this like sort of we had um, Jumpstart that was added to Historic. We have Amonkhet Remaster that's added to Historic. And so there's no real easy go-to list for cards that are legal in this format. Which, But I think that's a topic for another day. Yeah, I think it, I think it is. Um, I'm sure we'll discuss Historic much more in articles and uh, podcasts. That's right, Julian. On. You talked about uh, finally sort of looking into it after you talked about it all those weeks ago on the pod. Yes, I'm in the progress of doing that, and we may see an article about it uh, later this week or next week. Um, but, you know, we don't want to spoil anything. That's true. We want to keep them on their toes. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, really, I want to hear Oak's take on this topic, because uh, he played a lot of Omnicat back in the day, and I want to know if there's anything that he's excited to... Uh, any cards he's excited to be able to play with now that they're on Arena, which is where we play a majority of our Magic nowadays. Yeah, um, so... Um, I was a big fan of the um, the uh, two sets that came with a sort of Amonkhet like mini block. Um, mm. uh, of the cards uh, that are being added, uh, it's tough to say. Um, I don't play a lot of historic personally, uh, and so I wouldn't necessarily know like what cards are going to really shake up the format. Um, yeah. Although um, you know, the, uh, you never know. It c- if we see some the emergence of some uh, cool new decks uh, coming in. Uh, to the historic format, then um, it might be enough to sort of uh, get one uh, into that. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, honestly, um, I'm I'm more excited about the concept itself of uh, Amonkhet being added to historic because it seems like Wizards is sort of just going backwards uh, through their sets <laughs> um, and adding yeah. them to historic. Besides, obviously, there are exceptions like uh, the um, everyone knows like. Uh, you know, cards like Phyrexian Obliterator and Ulamog are in Historic for uh, whatever reason. Uh, but if we see... Uh, now that we're seeing a Moncat being added, uh, hopefully soon we'll maybe see uh, another one of my favorite sets in recent time, uh, Kaladesh, being added, mm. or perhaps even ones that uh, came soon before that. Uh, like, what? Jeez. Um, BFC? Yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to say that, or um, even after that was Shadows uh, over Innistrad. Oh, that's and right. Yeah, I Eldritch Moon. That. I was trying to think. I thought something came between those two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Was it, it was like Back Mad, in the beginnings of our or, four time. Origins or something like that? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, Origins, Origins, was, Origins was right before the I might not necessarily be like super excited about that uh, <laughs> that one coming, but definitely Kaladesh and uh, the... the re- Return to Innistrad, uh, as it were, block. Um, I'd love to see those in Historic. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of cool cool cards in those sets, though I'm, I I'm think, worried about. I think about. the interesting thing will be if we see a um, cycling deck come out of this. Since we just had cycling come back in um, Ikoria, and now, of course, we've got all the payoff cards like New Perspectives and um, what's that? Oh, and the, the, the black card that whenever you cycle a card, pay one and I think it's drain two, gain two. Oh, right. oh yeah. yes. Yes, yeah, the flare decks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, the one... be... Oh, and Drakehaven, of course. You can't forget Drakehaven. Oh, yeah. The, the one card I did uh, forget, just the name of until just a second ago, was God Pharaoh's Gift. I really liked those mm, yep. decks in uh, Amonkhet's Standard, uh, and uh, it'd be awesome to see a resurgence. Oh, yeah. God Pharaoh's Gift was... That was, that was an interesting deck. Yeah. We have, um, <laughs> we have uh, Offspring's Revenge in the format right now, or in Standard, right. I should say, right now, which is similar, but... Uh, Unfortunately, not gaining any traction. Probably because mm-hmm. it's three colors as opposed to colorless. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's definitely. And then especially, um, I've been interested in seeing like what are the cards they added as seems to kind of push into historic with things like collected company that's mm-hmm. coming back. I I never played with that or paid attention to the meta when that was a big thing. But if I remember correctly, it was kind of a capital B big deal back in the day. <laughs> it's powerful. It's a powerful card. It's definitely capital B. Maybe not, maybe not the uh, the one you mentioned, but <laughs> <laughs> capital B, big pain in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I'm waiting for the official line from Wizards on what uh, what these random cards like. There's Thoughtseize in here now, mm-hmm. Um, mm. which I think is fine. I think that mid range is something that needs to be a little bit buffed in historic. But yeah. I just want to know what the deal is with these random cards that are being included, um, and if we can expect that, you know, further on, and what the sort of right. list is that they're coming from, or if this is just, well, we wanted these cards in the format, but <laughs> Historic Anthology 4 is, you know, a few months out, so let's just push them here. Yeah. Um, we'll wait and see, I guess. But anyway, that is coming soon. But August we have 13th, something. I think it goes live. That is only in a few days. That's exciting. Uh, prob- probably that's like the day of when this podcast comes out, assuming that my editing is on point. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking yeah, into the near future. That's coming soon, but we have something that is affecting us right now, right in the present. It happened uh, just a few days ago, and that is, like we said, the large list of bannings, potentially the largest ban-restricted announcement that's ever hit us. Um, yeah, so... probably since Kaladesh. Or did Kaladesh... Kaladesh was more of a slow burn where things got burnt, burned off, like, every couple of weeks. Kaladesh was similar in that there was a banning that basically hit all of the top decks, which we'll get into once we start talking these cards. But I think just from sheer... I meant from sheer number of cards well, banned right now. Well, sheer amount, yeah. We yeah, have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 cards banned across four formats. I mean, some of them are, are um, you know, repeats, but 11 yeah, bannings yeah. across four formats is pretty unprecedented so let's start with the easiest one um which will kind of give us an idea of what's to come and that's in chev your favorite format oaks oak is a big fan of this format too which is brawl <laughs> we have Tef- teferi time raveler is banned three mana teferi boys as brawl players what's up <laughs> so i i never actually played against the teferi time raveler deck i mean as far as i can remember so like when when i was reading that it was 10 percent of the meta i mean 
I took a couple days break to drive across country, but I don't think this change was overnight. So I'm kind of like, maybe my game was just not memorable against it, but I don't ever remember having a problem. But that being said, I haven't been a fan of the card ever, so I'm, I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> I don't know Oak, what uh, you your ever... experience has been, Oak. Yeah, um, so I've... I wouldn't say I've, 10% of the matches I've played in Brawl are uh, against a Teferi, but... That said, the ones that I do encounter to Teferi, it's, um, y you know, I mean, I don't know what I can say that hasn't been said about the card already. It's super oppressive, and it, you know, if it wasn't, uh, bad enough, like, when you're playing against it in the standard, it seems like, um, no matter what, the if the person's playing it, they'll always have it turn three. But, like, yeah. in Brawl, they do always have it turn yeah. three. <laughs> like, no matter what. Um, right. it's, yeah, obviously. So, um... It's, um, it's not fun to play against. <laughs> That's, uh, just the best way to sum it up. Uh, the card itself is such, like, an early game tempo shift, and, uh, it's honestly very demoralizing, <laughs> uh, to play against. <laughs> uh, yeah. if you're not playing any sort of, like, super aggressive strategy, or any strategy that tries to play, uh, anything instant at instant speed, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that's, those are pretty much my, uh, my thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, it kind of almost reminds me of something like Dranith Magistrate, which got banned, which basically says, yeah. you know, you can't, mm -hmm. you can't cast spells from anywhere except your hand, aka you can't cast your commander. And mm -hmm. as someone who's been playing a lot of Torbrand, which is a four mana card, um, it's kind of hard to play your Torbrand when you know it's just going to immediately get bounced. Um, and that's <laughs> kind of how it goes for basically all the commanders in the format so i'm yeah i'm not sad to see it go like you said them having it every time even though it already feels like they have it every time in in standard um is is no fun one, one thing that i was wondering chev since you said that you've never actually played against one and i i've played against it a few times but not that much is there is there a algorithm in the brawl yeah not really i remember cues. reading something that was like but i i believe it was implemented almost if not at the same time as the ban like shortly after or shortly before but i was reading somewhere that like um depending on your commander in one of the arena stage of the game and maybe one of the listeners can figure out which one it was it was probably last week or the week before but it was that the, depending on the commander you play they might sort of change who you're going to go against um, one of the best examples being like Kinnon, if you're playing a very aggressive style commander, then you might be playing in more like competitive matches, but it, it would give people who are playing more dirtly commanders um, a chance to kind of play out those decks without being immediately stomped on. And as a, as a sort of like concept, I like the idea of being able to try new things, but it does bring interesting questions to like, what is the role of a ban list if you're playing against only people who are, like, at your level of competitiveness. Yeah, I'm unsure, and I also was wondering if there's some sort of thing where they're uh, adjusting who you play against based on your win rate. I mean, obviously, that's Ooh, basically yeah. how the, the ranked queues work, but mm -hmm. if you're playing as a Teferi deck and you're just winning and winning, winning, maybe then you're getting paired up against other Teferi decks and, you know, not saying that we're yeah, not you end up phenomenal in a, a magic players. Of Teferi. But, you know, we're we're down we're down the down the ladder a little bit. So Right. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, Teferi's gone. Once you get to all those sort of like internal matchmaking skills and algorithms and all that, it's a totally wild world. Right. So 
Teferi's gone. We're fine with it. Maybe even a little bit happy. Um, I will say, though, that is sort of a precedent for this whole banned and restricted announcement because in standard, Teferi is also banned. Whoopee! Um, <laughs> along with three other cards, uh, Wilderness Larcomation, Gross Spiral, and Cauldron Familiar. So I think we've pretty much said everything we need to say about Teferi. Um, the fact that you can play four basically means that you have it on turn three every time. Um, but let's talk about Wilderness Reclamation and Gross Spiral. Um, Oak, I know you have strong opinions on these cards, as <laughs> I do. Why, why don't you Why don't you tell the people what's up? Um, jeez. Uh, well, Wilderness Reclamation. Um, man, there's, there's so much you can say about this card. It's. <laughs> I think the first time I saw it spoiled, I was just like, "Ow!" Oh, right. Like how. That's, that's unbelievable. Like, I can't believe that they would, like, print something like that. And especially at <laughs> Uncommon. Uh, it just seemed insane. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, so the, bi- the big problem I had with Wilderness Reclamation uh, was uh, it paired with Nexus of Fate. How you could basically have a Nexus on turn... Uh, turn four, you know, in in combination, obviously, with the uh, growth spiral, and then um, your opponent was essentially just playing solitaire for the rest of the game, which is like, um, you know, it's it's one thing to play like a combo deck that like wins you the game instantly. It's like okay, but the this decks would take like forever to win, and you'd just be sitting there, and it's you know, it's like, do I scoop or do I just do I let them go off or what? Um, and so. Uh, that was awful. Um, and then, uh, eventually, uh, Nexus uh, rotated out of Standard, which I guess it probably... I would assume it caused some problems in Historic for a while, uh, but um, the new big spell, I guess, for Wilderness Reclamation decks became um, Expansion Explosion, which, um, you know, not quite as powerful. Uh, kills you on the spot and takes a few more turns to uh, get going. But, uh, still pretty wild. Um, and, ah, oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> obviously, yeah, I, I mentioned this before, but, uh, the, the card itself, uh, being a four mana spell, uh, coming out on turn three after a growth spiral is just, uh, jeez, it's, a it's not something you want to see, uh, yourself up against. Um, and so, yeah, um, I guess I, I support Wizard's decision to ban it. Um, unlike, let's see, uh, Teferi and... Oh, no, wait, this, uh, this card it would be rotating, actually, uh, mm-hmm. with the next set, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> maybe a little late on that. I feel like this card's been a problem ever since it, it, uh, was first printed, honestly. Um, but, uh, you know, at, at least it's, at least it's gone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Better late than never, right? This uh, yeah. is just another card that's absolutely ridiculous with mana generation, which we've seen a bunch of, and I think that's kind of why it's gone under the radar is because there's just been you know, other things that were even more powerful than it. Um, but now it's finally its turn. I, you know, I, I found it funny how you were saying, like, when you first saw it, you were like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, how would this get printed? And I, I kind of yeah. almost want to, like, be a little elitist because we as commander players, we saw it and we were like, Oh well, this is just busted, right? Like this is just oh, ridiculous. Absolutely. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, we've seen Prophet of Crufix and you know Seedborn Muse and all those sort of things. Um, and you know, Prophet is banned in Commander, and Seedborn Muse is a staple. So we were like, oh, this is just another effect, which is actually harder to even interact with. But um, yeah. I'm just wondering if standard players didn't realize it, but I mean, they know now. 
<laughs> yep. They're very aware now. Yep. They didn't yes. have the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Growth Spiral, similar thing. Just too efficient and, once again, props up. All these ramp decks that have just been absolutely dominant for the past, um, I mean, almost a year now, but especially the past six months or so, um, you know, ramp, whether it's Teamer or Bant or just Simic, has been too powerful, arguably too powerful, and Grosspire was kind of the crux of that. Um, they didn't hit Uro, which I'm waiting to see how that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're uh, you have an opinion on them not hitting Uro. I think that well, Uro currently is the most played card in the metagame. I think it was Grow Spiral, and now it's now it's Uro, and it's definitely mm-hmm. like the most played creature. Um, and Uro obviously is a much more powerful card than Grow Spiral. So, and I was playing in the latter day, and I still seen plenty of ramp decks. They've slightly changed, but it's still, you know, player Uro's right, right. attack and win. So I'm I don't know. The thing is Uro does not rotate. Uro still has another year. Twelve yeah, twelve months in standard, roughly. So it's interesting to me that they didn't hit it. Um but I guess I guess we'll wait and see. They probably don't want to ban any more cards from new stuff. Wilderness Declamation and Gross Spiral and Teferi are all, you know, back from um Ravnica part three, so they probably don't feel as bad about that. But we'll see. Ramp ramp is still in question. I've still seen a lot of Ugins on the ladder. Um, we'll see, but I think this is this is a good start. So last standard ban, Cauldron Familiar. Chev, how are you feeling? Does it hurt? It, it does hurt, um, but more for uh, the, the reason why it was banned than anything else. And so, like, obviously, you know, Cauldron Familiar plus Witch's Cauldron, anyone who's played Standard knows what it's up, what it's like to be against that or to be playing it, how it's, you know, the constant triggers of sacrifice it, get a life, bring the cat back, deal another damage. And it is a kind of repetitive cycle. But And I, I voiced this concern to, you know, friends before, but I don't like how in the, the wording for why it was banned, Wizards mentioned the number of interactions it has on like online games and how that's you know it, it got to be a, a annoying number of triggers for people playing online and to me i'm you know call it old school but i just i don't like design decisions for a paper card game uh being based on online interactions and you know we've seen this before with cards that used to be printed that said you know like whenever effect happens um you may draw a card and lose a life now they just say like Midnight Rider, whenever this happens, draw a card, gain a life. Because in the online world, that would mean one less click because you have to not have to choose for that effect. And while I understand, okay, you know, now it's like an inherent downside. And if it was billed as such, I would get it. But I I just don't like the idea of things changing based on people not liking their online presence. Uh, And so that's why this ban, like, while I understand maybe the necessity for it, because it can be oppressive, um, against decks that don't really have any form of interaction with it. Um, I, I don't necessarily agree with why it was uh, taken down. I definitely agree with you on that front. Um, I am definitely not in favor of Wizards making decisions uh, that reduce the complexity of their wonderful game. <laughs> uh, based yeah, on, that's that's the better way to say complexity. Because like, yeah. in my head, you know, you can make the argument, oh, as Wizards enters the 21st century, like blah, 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 this card game is going digital. But 
you know, the, the end of the day is the, the complexity level. Like, that's, that's what I don't want to see go. Definitely. I agree and disagree. Um, I agree with you that I don't like how there's a lot of things that are no longer maze. There's a lot of things that don't let you target either player. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that right. is not as good. I do think that the ban being in part because of the amount of triggers and all that stuff, I think is okay. We've had bans like that in the past. Things like, um, you know, there have been bans from stuff in Modern, like Quark Clan Ironworks, like um, stuff out of the Lantern Control deck, Sensei's Divining Top. All of these got banned mainly because they made paper tournaments, like, ridiculously long and unfeasible. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that since... um, you know, now a lot of things are so digital. Most of the uh, players' tours or Mythic Championships or whatever they're called nowadays are on um, are online. Especially given the current state of the world and the pandemic and everything. Yeah. Um, so I think it's somewhat reasonable, especially if if um, excuse me, if uh, all of organized play is moving towards that. I think that's a somewhat reasonable thing. But I do agree with you that. Even if that needs to be the case, I don't think that the design behind them should be hampered Yeah. Um, when actually putting these cards out. But if it does, for some reason, uh, lead to a thing where we're just watching, you know, sacrifice oven. Yes, I want to sacrifice this, you know, this creature. Click creature to activate ability. Sacrifice food. Do you want to sacrifice this food? Yes. Like, if you have to do that over and over again, I can understand how that might... I, I think mainly it's because it would make the viewing experience if you're watching on something like Twitch. Uh, I would make it pretty, yeah, pretty slow. Yeah, that's true, and it's it's interesting you mentioned that. Um, like oftentimes you don't, sometimes you don't really step back and realize like probably for the entirety of, uh, Cauldron Familiar's run in Standard, uh, MTGA is gonna be people's or like the primary way that people are gonna be consuming like yeah. magic. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, and playing magic. Uh, so, that, that could, um, you know, that I that might be a, just a good enough reason in, in and of itself. Um, also, Not on, for on me. a personal level, I, you know, that's uh, a good deck. Yeah. <laughs> All familiar <laughs> decks. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe all, all the, the sum total of those reasons is enough to uh, justify its banning. Yeah, like you were saying, um, this this ban and restriction announcement kind of like cuts the heads off of the main the main decks, and mm-hmm. with reclamation and ramp decks in general getting a big cut, um, the next best deck is arguably Racto Sacrifice. So, I think Wizards did just a, sort of a preemptive thing to one: this card isn't the most fun to play against. Also, Rakdos, you know, is like tier one point five. Um, you know, like the third best deck or whatever. So once we cut these other ones out, it's going to be the most powerful. So let's just, you know, cut that off at the head and just completely remove tier one. And then now tier two becomes tier one and that sort of thing. So I I think that is a nice way to do it. Um, We've seen similar things like that in the past. Like we were discussing the Kaladesh bannings where they took out, you know, Emrakul and uh, Aetherworks Marble, but then they also took out Mm -hmm. something out of the Bant decks because that was like, yeah, the third best deck. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'll actually have to think and make a new uh, standard deck. It's a rough day. Well, I I will give good news to both of you. Um, from what I've seen and also what just I'm hypothesizing, uh, the the best decks now, at least until the format format rotates, are going to be either just like generic good stuff ramp decks, which can't completely get rid of them, but you know that's fun to play sometimes. But also, there's a lot of mono colored aggro decks that are doing very strong. So mono red is coming back. Um, Chev mono green is coming back. Mono white is also doing very well, and I think there's even a mono black deck that's making the rounds. So one probably easy to craft, and also two, um, you know, yeah, good old fashioned beaten face. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that. Yeah, exactly. So you you know sleeve up your fervent champions and your. I just I want Torbrand to come back, man. Yeah, <laughs> Evercleave's cool. Evercleave's cool and all, but like, have you ever just hit for plus two on everything? Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. Feels good. You were mentioning your your Torbrand Brawl deck earlier, man. Yeah, sometimes dude. that's just yeah. what you need. <laughs> Feel, feels good, Torbrand. man. Yep. Anyway, that's standard. One last format. No, sorry, two more formats that we want to hit. Um, but next is uh, historic. So historic has been pretty mirroring of standard recently just because standard has been so powerful that why wouldn't you just play you know standard decks in historic but with a little bit of extra juice so they cut wilderness reclamation and teferi time raveler out of historic um oak like you were saying nexus reclamation was a problem they banned nexus last time around and now um wilderness reclamation is also getting cut sorry i misspoke reclamation and teferi time Raveler are suspended they will probably go to the ban list you know, in a couple months when their their time is up, but they're you know they're in timeout for now. Boys, any thoughts about this? I know neither of y'all really play historic, but yeah, I mean it's it's the kind of thing where it's like if if historic is supposed to exist as kind of like the new online home for a non-rotating format, and the only things that you can play in that are the current standard, something has to change. So on a surface level, totally get it. Totally understand that these things are being banned across the board. It makes sense to uh, suspend them here. But not really knowing much about the meta, um, I'm just going to take it at face value. Yeah, I know I mentioned earlier, um, I I might have said, oh, it's a little late for uh, you know Wilderness, Growth Spiral, and Teferi to be banned from Standard. But uh, maybe maybe in, uh, in thinking that, I sort of missed the point, which is actually that they're being banned in historic, and we're just going to take it out of standard for this for the next couple of months until the rotation, just <laughs> to make. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah, just to make everyone happy, it, like you know, because um, why not? And if they're if they're powerful enough to be banned in historic, then obviously they deserve to be probably in standard as well. Yeah, I think I think that's a very good point, and I feel like that's a lot of what's been happening recently. Is you'll see something banned in standard and historic at the same time, so. Um, yep. You know, we'll see. All right, so that's Historic. Uh, that should be good because I think Wilderness Wreck was also the best deck in Historic or one of the, the two or three best <laughs> decks. Last format, what do y'all know about Pioneer? <laughs> Oof. The uh, only thing I know about it is Underworld Breach and Inverter of Truth are terrible. And now they're both gone, I'm back to knowing nothing about Pioneer. Yeah, I feel like before um, uh, Theros Beyond Death was released... Uh, I knew a bit about Pioneer. I knew some of like the main decks, and then that set just came out, and I saw the Inverter <laughs> of Truth combo with the uh, Thassa's Oracle, and I just kind of, you know, averted my gaze for a little while. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 
So, like Chev said, Inverter of Truth, banned. Underworld Breach, banned. Yeah. Also, Kethis the Hidden ba- Hand. Kethis the Hidden Band. Banned. Um, <laughs> and Walking Band Lista. Um, yeah. So, Inverter of Truth, like you said, Oak combos with Thassa's Oracle um, was probably the best deck, if not one of two or three best decks. Um, I like that they cut Inverter instead of Oracle because you still have things like uh, four mana War of the Spark Jace, which does the same thing. Just yeah. cut out the deck that, you know, cut out the, the card that puts your entire, that makes your entire deck go away. It's a very unique effect. Just just get rid of it. There's no reason. Yeah. Um, I, rem- I, really, I remember, I think that was, that was either a BFC or a, an Oath card. And we, it yep. came out and we saw it and we were like, what is this stupid, like, you know, Black devoid yeah. mythic rant like what is yeah. this? <laughs> it's but, a bulk mythic. If you pulled one of those, you you were like, oh man, I just wasted you know four dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, turns out it you know put put the heat on in Pioneer for a bit. Yep. So that one's banned. Underworld Breach was the other combo deck, which I actually still don't know what the combo is, but I just know that Underworld Breach. I read it and I was like, oh, this is broken. Um, got banned yeah. in Legacy a while ago. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. You can imagine why. Um, you know, there's things like freaking Yogg Moss Will and stuff. Uh, so Underworld Breach, banned, gone. So two, two. Uh, you know, we had a combo deck, and then Inferno Druth basically functions like Splinter Twin, where it's like a control deck, but then it also just can be like, oops, I win. Yep. Um, so banned. Kethis yep. the Hidden Hand, uh, another combo deck, banned. Kethis was what made it, you know, tick. So just, you know, cut cut the head off. Don't bother cutting the limbs off. Which I like, and then uh, Walking Ballista was a combo with he- the new Heliod. Yes, the new Heliod, yep. which yep. is, I think, a turn three combo. Um, uh, I think it's turn four because you need to be able to activate Heliod's ability uh, and put it on the Ballista. If I'm correct, and then you can just start pinging. You ping with the Ballista, it grows bigger. You ping with the Ballista, right, it grows right. bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So once it has lifelink. Yeah, in infinite infinite combo obviously, and then turn turn four maybe I, I'm sure there's ways to do it on turn three maybe if you have like a land yeah. or health or something, or um, yeah, mox amber or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I don't know how dominant that deck was, but probably good to just get a combo deck like that out, um, especially if you're cutting all these other ones out. So four combo decks banned, completely taken out. Um, probably for the better. Uh, you know, it's nice to have maybe a combo deck, but when your entire top tier is four very powerful, very fast combo decks, I don't know how good that is um, for something like Pioneer. Maybe for Legacy it's fine, but or Vintage. But, um... I guess Pioneer is a whole new a whole new world. Whole new world. As our friends at Disney would say. Yeah, I I Um, think uh, both you guys would agree that Pioneer kind of, in some ways, holds a special place in our hearts, since it was uh, you know consists of sets that basically go back to around when we started really getting into the game, Oof. and so that's true. Are you saying for- I actually have to care about it? Yeah, I was, I was saying <laughs> um, it's a format that I'd really like to see do well, and pretty much up until Theros Beyond Death, it was it was doing all right. There were some really like neat decks in there. There's some there's mm-hmm. some really cool cards too. You know, there's Abrupt Decay, there's Thoughtseize, there's um, some really cool stuff, and then all of a sudden. Uh, Theros hits, and we're just like, okay, the the top three decks in the format are now these, like, fast <laughs> win combo decks. 
And if your deck doesn't win before that, then you just can't play it, because uh, everyone's playing these cards. So it sounds like Wizards sort of saw that uh, tank in uh, Playership uh, of yeah. Pioneer, which obviously the main uh, form of doing that right now is MTGO. Um, and they took action, and it, it seems like... It, I don't know. I, I'd say it was a good move. Again, I haven't really played much Pioneer. I've kind of, again, averted my gaze since Theros came out. And, uh, but, you know, I, I might get into it now. It's it's looking pretty good. <laughs> looking a lot better, for sure. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping that Pioneer was just going to be, like, all the decks from our, our Magic Infancy, like, you know, Seed Rhinos and, and you know, <laughs> Jeskai with Jace Friend's Prodigy and stuff. I was like, those are some good, honest decks. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> you know? And and they don't even have fetch land, so it's like, you know, you're just playing... I thought we were just going to be playing good, honest magic, but... I hope I hope that the the format comes up. I think that... I really hope that Wizards uh, makes good on their, I think, sort of promise, or at least hinting that Pioneer is going to be on Arena pretty soon, if they're slowly... Mm-hmm. Starting That's to what they're yeah, moving towards, yeah. yeah. So maybe within like the next year, that would be pretty sweet, or a year and a half. I don't know how long it'll take to get all those sets. Um, and I don't know how much progress they've made. But I think if it's on Pioneer, I, or if Pioneer is on Arena, I will be playing. I know you guys will probably be playing as well. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And uh, I think that'll just be better for the player base because from what I've heard, the numbers on the numbers on Magic Online in general are not that good. And for Pioneer, they're bad. Yeah, so, there were like yeah. queues that weren't uh, finishing, or like queues that weren't filling was the big issue. Oh, yeah, geez. exactly. So hopefully this is a good step in the right direction, um, and hopefully some cool decks will come out of it. I really don't know what to expect just because the card pool is so is so big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anything else we want to talk about in regards to bans? Anything that should have been banned that wasn't banned? Anything that shouldn't have been banned? I don't know, boys. <laughs> I know I, I I that covers everything that I would possibly want to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I think off the top of my head, that's all I can think of. Um, I can't think of really any other. I'm trying. I'm thinking mostly in the brawl lane uh, for things that could have been banned. But mm, honestly, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've gone up against much that um, is really I just consider to be awful. <laughs> you know, I want um, I want Nickel Bolas Dragon God out of Brawl. That man has been putting the work on me yeah, for the past, that's, like, That's two true. Weeks. He's been coming up recently. I, I don't remember seeing him for a while, but recently he's just been throwing mad shade. He's been he's been annoying. Niv-Mizzet is never great to play against. Some, it's uh, not true. always, like, super powerful, but I just feel like every time I see someone playing Niv-Mizzet, I groan. I'm just like, oh, why? You know, why are we doing you this? You know, what I actually do find myself going up against frequently is uh, Kinnon decks. I don't know yeah. if there's that like algorithm you mentioned before is in play, or if there's just a lot of people <laughs> playing that. But it's, it's, I don't know. It's a like it's it's just a solid uh, deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, every time it, it, every time I see myself going up against one, I, I like kind of got to put my serious face on, and you know, I actually got to try and do stuff. Otherwise, I'm gonna feel bad, you know, if I lose or something. To, uh, <laughs> Freaking Kinnon deck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would who would who would play something like that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Scoundrels. Yeah. Well. Sure. Hey, <laughs> who's been playing it too? I'm not the only one. 
Oh, Julie, you too? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, I want to play Brawl. This was like, you know, maybe two months ago. And Chet was like, yeah, yeah. I've been doing pretty good with this Kinnon deck. And I was like, oh, I just opened one of those. All right, let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I got converted. But then recently I've been back to my, back to the good old the Torbs, you know. Nice. Mm-hmm. I just want to play red spells. I just want to attack. Yep. So. All right. Well, sounds like we've talked about everything we want to talk about for today. Boys, any any final thoughts? Any parting messages to the the fans? Uh, no, just keep playing Magic and watch out for our, our new articles that we drop. I've been recently trying Rada in Brawl, so I'm hoping to make something of that at some point soon if I can get it to actually win. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still right about that. It. Can theoretically win. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've, uh, I've recently been running in Omnath, uh, newest Omnath, obviously, Ooh. build on Brawl, um, which was interesting, I was actually, usually I'm, uh, I find myself recently being inspired to play commander decks by their Brawl, uh, or by how they perform in Brawl, but, mm-hmm. uh, this was actually the other way around for me, I played some Omnath games, uh, in a playgroup, and made me kind of want to make an Omnath deck on Brawl. Uh, or on MTGA in Brawl, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was pretty excited actually with how well it worked. Uh, wow. So, well, get yeah. your games in soon because I think doesn't he uh, rotate in September? Oh God, does he? Because uh, oh, he's M twenty, right? Yep, he is M twenty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, but but new Zendikar probably new. That's Omnath. true. Yeah, so true. No, we'll be getting true. a new Omnath as we talked about yep. on the pod last time. Yep. What's the uh, yeah. what's the fourth color going to be? Has that been confirmed? It's I think it was confirmed to be white. Ooh, interesting. 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 I don't know how many white elementals there are really though. I don't yeah. think there are many. I don't know. But we'll we'll see we'll see, we'll see what direction work. he goes. In. We'll we'll <laughs> find out when we inevitably do a podcast or two on the spoilers coming out in probably 2 weeks. Um <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. Uh this is Jules for Chev and Oak. This is the Brew Crew signing out.